Good morning, church. It's indeed a pleasure for me to have this opportunity to speak to you this morning. I've been away for a little over five years, and I see a lot of familiar faces and quite a few new faces. I'm happy to see each one of you, and hopefully we can meet before I leave this morning. I assure you I'll only keep you here for about 15, 20 minutes tops. Quite a few years ago, I made a decision. I prepare a 45-minute lesson, and I keep reducing it down to about 20 minutes. Uh, one of the things I never forgot, a speech teacher told us to class one time, say what you have to say and sit down. And that's what I try to do. Glad to see my daughter, Monica Kinney, here this morning, and her son, John. That's a pleasure. As you saw in the bulletin and also heard the scripture read this morning, I'd like to read the last half of verse 15. It says, Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Now you can look at the Greek word in the King James, uh, American Standard, uh, the New King James, which I use almost 100%, the uh, Revised uh, New American Standard, the NIV, they all say happy. Some version says another word, which means the same in Greek, it's blessed or blessed. This version I have with me this morning is the um, uh, English Standard Version published in 2001. It's also a word-for-word -word translation, supposed to be a very good translation. Normally I have three points in my lesson, but with this one I decided I'd make it into four points. Uh, point number one is why can't I be happy? Number two, what is real happiness? Number three, where do I find true happiness? And the last point, happiness is a choice. And I think we'll all agree that that certainly is our choice, whether we desire to be happy for all of our lives or we desire to have a uh, doom and groom attitude throughout our life. I've always been a person that had a uh, optimistic about everything. I feel like that things are going to work out for the best. Well, right now I am devoting uh, three days a week uh, to the nursing home where Clara was. I donate my time three days there and I still teach a Bible class. And most of them there are Catholics. Uh, the first time I taught a Bible class there, over four years ago, one lady came in and said, uh, I'm a real strong Catholic, and I'm coming in here to see what you teach. And, of course, she's been there ever since. Uh, Proverbs, the third chapter in the 13th verse, says, Happy is the man who finds wisdom, and to the man who gains understanding. All of my verses will be, I'll be reading from the New King James. Happiness is wisdom. You know, if we are a happy person and we have wisdom, 
What more could we ask for as a child of God? All Christians, I believe, should be the happiest people in the world. Proverbs, the 14th chapter, and the 21st verse, says, He who despises his neighbors sins, but he who has mercy for the poor, happy is he. Are we happy today? Solomon found the true meaning of happiness as he wrote, in Ecclesiastes, the 12th chapter and the 13th verse, says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. Are we keeping God's commandments? Are we keeping all of God's commandments? Point number one, why can't we be happy? Why can't we be happy? Have you ever seen someone that you knew a long time ago and you see them again 50 years later and they look so old? This happened to me about a month ago. I went on a, uh, to Tennessee to see some, some family, but mostly old friends, schoolmates. Uh, we had nine seniors on our uh, football team that year. We, we won the championship. Big old high school, that's a little over 200. And I saw a young lady there. She was bent over and her hands all drawn. I almost didn't recognize her. But we see people like that. And maybe some people will ask the question, why can't I be happy and content like other people? The world is, a, is searching, I believe, for peace and happiness, but they are not looking in the right places. Happiness, in a general rule, is desired, I believe, by all people. But all the people do not find happiness. Look at, back at the day of Pentecost. All 12 nations were gathered there, but only 3,000 were added to the church. Many people are seeking happiness in their life, but they're not finding it today. TV commercials, radio commercials, newspaper ads. Look at the big billboards you see on the side of the road telling us what we can do to be happy. I watch a lot of football games, Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday afternoon, and most of the sponsors are beer commercials. I'm a non-drinker, never did drink, but you know those commercials look so tasteless, taste, looked like they would just taste great. Almost makes a non-drinker want a taste of it. But the one that really gets me most, you're driving down the road and you see a neon light blinking. Happy hour between five and six. What about the other 23? Are we only happy one hour a day? I believe the Bible says we are to be happy 24-7. It says, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. And I believe that means most of our life. We can't just be happy sometimes. I would be safe to say if we went to downtown Annapolis and asked 25 or 30 different people, what is happiness to you? We would receive that many different answers. 
People are searching for happiness, but they are not looking in the right places. Many people look for happiness. Look at Rockefeller, all the many wealthy people of the world. There's nothing wrong with that. But if that becomes your God, it is wrong. People that are seeking uh, high offices, President of the United States, Vice President, Senate, Congress, a governor, a mayor, whatever. But they find that these offices does not make them happy. Look back to President Clinton. When he took office, he was a young-looking kid, wasn't he? But when he came out after eight years, he looked very weather-beaten. The same with the second Bush. He looked really beaten after eight years. And looking at President Obama, he hasn't been there eight years yet, but he surely has aged. So these things in life does not always make us happy. Solomon searched and searched for ways to cheer his own body, but he finally reached a conclusion in Ecclesiastes, the first chapter, and the 14th verse. He said, I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and indeed all is vanity and grasping for wind. We can grasp for wind, but we can't catch it, can we? It appears then that happiness must come from somewhere else other than the world. It comes, what comes to your mind when you think of being a happy individual? Does that give you comfort? I believe it does. Makes you feel good. Gives you a sense of pleasant feeling. Contentment. If we're a happy person, we feel good, don't we? Remember these commercials on milk? Milk comes from happy cows, not the ones with the sad face. We must be happy people. Happiness is an inner state of mind, I believe, and a peace of mind and understanding. Do we have that understanding that we must strive for happiness? And the only way to be a happy person is to seek and daily a life that God would be pleased with. Point number three, where do we find happiness? In Proverbs, the 16th chapter and the 20th verse, it says there, he who heeds the word wisely will find good and whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. If we trust in the Lord, it says we will be a happy person. If we follow the Lord's teaching, we will be a happy person. So if we reverse that and we are not following the Lord's example, we're not going to be a happy person, are we? Most people are trying to be happy but they fail to find the right way. I recall about, a, I guess it was about a year ago, 
Uh, Tim McGraw, he was in Baltimore last night, made me think of that. He came out with a song and said, I'm much better than I used to be, but not as good as I'm going to be. Are we going to be better in the future days of our life than we have in the past? You know, some people, when they become an older member of the Lord's church, they say, well, I will sit back and let the young people get experience. We never stop serving the Lord. It is our Christian duty to do so as long as we possibly can. This is why Jesus came to earth to seek and to save the lost. We might ask the question this morning, what is our relationship with God? Don't you agree that happiest people in the world should be those of us that are baptized believers? I think so. We can look through the Bible and find many examples of people that were unhappy, did things to try to make themselves happy, to make their body feel happy. Uh, Absalom is a good example of that. The third son, I believe, of David. He was a man, the Bible says, a handsome statue of a person, long hair. But this man uh, conspired against his father. In 2 Samuel 15, verse 13 and 14, he killed one of his brothers. That's in 2 Samuel 13, 29. He really had no feelings or no love for anyone. And people wanted to follow him and be his friend. Have you known people like this? I'm sure you have. But he used these people to try to make himself happy. But it didn't work for him either. You know the story as he was being chased by Jacob's men. Some of the commentaries tell us that I assume that's pretty much right. His long hair caught in an oak tree. The horse went on and he was left swinging, trying to free himself. And trying to free himself, of course, he lost his life. So using other people is not a way to seek happiness. The last point, happiness is a choice. And I think each of us will agree that happiness is a choice. We may choose to be happy. We may choose to be unhappy. Just like God did not make us robots, he gave us the choice to obey the truth, follow him, or we could choose not to. Many people are not happy because they do not understand the source of happiness. Where do we get it? Well, as we've said before, it comes from the Bible. We can sit down and read scriptures in the Bible about happiness, and it's hundreds of them in the Old and the New. We've just been reading in the Old Testament thus far. But we have a choice. Do we want to be happy and serve God? Or do we want to be unhappy and serve the world? Abraham Lincoln said, and I repeat, and I think it's a great statement. I believe, or I have found in times past, that everybody 
is just as happy as they set their mind to do. I believe that is a true statement. We are all just as happy as we make up our mind to be. We have a choice. Choose God and we'll have happiness. Choose Satan and we will not have happiness. We must choose. It's not uh, dependent upon any conditions or circumstances. It does not matter who the person is or where they're going. It depends upon our state of mind, our attitude. That was used several times in our Bible class this morning. And our attitude determines or helps to determine what kind of a follower of Christ we are. What is our attitude today? Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Many people are not happy because they're holding anger in their heart and refuse to forgive. Listen to that short verse now in the New Testament. Ephesians 4, verse 26. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Many are unhappy because they fail to seek the will of God. Is our harmony right with God's word today? Are we each striving to live a faithful Christian life? In order to be a happy individual, I believe that we must strive very hard each and every day of our Christian life to do what God and his word instructs us to do. If our lifestyle is in harmony with God, we have a choice to make on a daily basis. Are we following God and being a happy person? Or do we simply seek after the world and be unhappy? The choice is each of us to make. If you have never put on Christ this morning, as your Lord and Savior, today is certainly a good time to do that because we want you to also be happy. Happy, happy we can be always in our life if we simply do and say what is best first and foremost in our life. Do we always stand for Christ? Or in certain situations, do we act like Peter? Peter denied Christ, didn't he? And he was one of the most faithful later, but he denied Christ. And, and Jesus had already told him, you will deny me before the rooster crows. You'll deny me three times before the rooster crows. And he did. And you know, it's very easy for us to do that today. Whatever your decision might be, we hope that each of us will strive to live a faithful, strong Christian life each and every day of our life. Thank you.